Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Are you playing Pokemon Go? Yeah, we should have. <laughs> one of the challenge things is to beat so many Team Rocket grunts, and there's one here at the minute, which means I don't have to walk to a stop, and it's too hard. Aren't, don't they still show up in hot air balloons? That's what he's doing. Oh, he's yeah, flying yeah. about in the sky, but he's come to me, and that means that I don't have to get a squ- sweaty quack. Sweaty quack? <laughs> it a will, square, it, a it, squatty it, quack. It, it makes a square, squatty quack when I walk around to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, that's, yeah. We're definitely not going to ASMR that bit, because Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, oh, it's, it's, it's just a battle. It's the standard yeah. battle. Yeah. I, uh, I went on the other day because I was having a slow day and I did the online battles thing and I won five out of five. I was quite impressed with myself. Yeah, well, you know, those four-year-olds really do struggle <laughs> to operate the keyboard. <laughs> there was someone that had three legendaries. They had like Mew, Reshiram and Landorus. You know you're going to win. If, if yeah. somebody drops, like, unless it's Dialga. Dialga and uh, oh, okay, Deoxys you know? de- defense form yeah. are silly good. It like, was the... Ultra League. Yeah, you... <laughs> You, the, the, it, the, we've talked about it finally. The leveling system is weird. So yeah. something like Mewtwo in Ultra League is based at like level ten. Yes. But then in Master League, he's like level a million and fifty. Yeah. So yeah, if if they're dropping three legendaries in that, you know they're dumb. Yeah, legend in Ultra League is not going to go well for them. I think Pyro, my two star Pyro, which I haven't figured out why. Uh, yeah, he just rips, doesn't he? He so he's he seems like top end of two star in terms of his stats. And he is way better than my three-star one. Oh, there's weird, like... Again, you know, because the, the CP thing kind of scales or something? Yeah. It's, it's, there's, 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 a, there's a logic to it that yeah. I've never bothered to learn because I'm not that invested. No, same here. And he's a, His CP is something like 2,498. So he's as close he's to 2,500... max level for ...as you can get. For yeah. that league. Uh, and he's... Uh, what's he got? Firefang and Dark Pulse, and he just shreds through them. Welcome to Pudding, boys. It's two minutes in. This is not a Pokemon Go podcast. It is now. We're, no, it's not. We're not We're not good enough at Pokemon. We've just established that we, we haven't bothered to really learn the matter or anything. No. We're, I just like... I, I like, like Pokemon. Pokemon, so I like yeah. to play with them sometimes. It, it's fun. It's it's fun if it's a slow day at work. Yeah. Yeah, I very rarely put it on if it's not a community day now. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Pudding Boys, the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week we ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast, and finally, discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Blore. I'm a little bit busy at the minute, but if you can hold on. And I'll... he's Naila. <laughs> I, do you know what? Without you, if you're, you can fight this Team Rocket guy. Uh, I'm just going to jump straight into it because I'm going to steer the SSPB today. That's a, in that's a quote that's going to be that's going to be sound that's, grabbed and thrown back at us. <laughs> that's going to be said back to me in a court of law. <laughs> maybe you said you weren't in charge, but in this episode, maybe named after a city in which the trial happened. <laughs> oh, uh, good morning, <laughs> the PBs. Um, <laughs> PB trials. No. So, <laughs> first things first, Lego again. Yeah, they they so, snuck these out. I, I don't know ready. why they had these announcements at Lego Con. Lego Con they went Brick uh, Con or whatever it's called. I suppose that's going to take up a lot of it, like Castle and Castle. other dumb stuff is yeah. going to take up a lot of the airwaves. Yeah. I haven't stopped talking about Castle for about a month now, so it worked. Well done, Lego. But, What's it called? Mighty Bowser. I think it is. Is it not the the Mighty Mighty Bowser Bowser or or something? something. Holy shit. It's huge. It's chunky. And it's a puppet. So, yeah. They 100% on the video unveiling video, that guy dressed as Waluigi. It's intentional. He has glued that Bowser together, though. Oh, yeah. With the the lift. Yeah. When he lifted it and, like, played with the buttons on the back, 100% that's glued together. Because otherwise his shell would have flaked apart. Guarantee it, unless they did a million takes. But anyway, there's a giant <laughs> Bowser. Be cool about it. You've not got it in your hands yet. <laughs> so the first Lego set that you really like leaned into for for our newfound love of Lego. Yes, was, was the question bot, wasn't it? And that was yeah. the big Mario one for last year. 
Yeah. And it's a fucking work of art. Like, it's sat behind me now and it's 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 towering over me. Yeah. It's looking down at you like you... you it's only like a cat looks at you like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. That's what the question block does to the other Lego sets. Like, look at you scumbags. It's really... It, it was so very clever, good. though, because it looked... It, when, when you sort of said you were getting it... Yeah. It almost looks just like a big built block. It, which it didn't which look, is nice. Yeah. It's a nice thing to but have. For nearly but... 150 quid, it looked... I, I didn't see it. And then yeah. you... And then... You sent me the short video on WhatsApp. Where it folds out, yeah. It's fucking brilliant. I, I really love it. I think that's probably my favourite Lego set of all time. Do you um, know, it's up there for me. And yeah. I, I don't own it. I wouldn't own it because that would be a bit weird. That's the point. It's in the family. Yeah. But whenever I sit in this room, I get to see it. But this is the follow-up, basically, isn't it? The this is the fo- Well, no, the Nez was the follow-up to that, and dumb. that was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. It's just not very good. You, We've you sold the Lego set. That. That's, that's kind of a benchmark. For, like, it's the only Lego set saying. I've sold. None of, we're kind of even the ones that we're not mad on. Yeah, you just take kind a part of and about. put it into the bucket. Yeah, Lego works like that. Yeah, but the Nez you actively sold. Yeah, because it was too expensive and it paid to keep hold of. Yeah, it paid for the Mustang. <laughs> I ended up losing about twenty quid or so on the yeah. on the Nez, but who cares? You got the Mustang. The Bowser. The only problem with it is the price of the set for me. Still, it's two hundred and twenty pounds. Optimus Prime was 150. Question Block was 150. The brick to part ratio is suffering from the price hike that's happening. How many parts is Optimus though? Optimus is one five hundred around there. So Bowser is nearly double. I can't check on the twenty-eight. Bowser in piece count is nearly double Optimus. He's chunky. He's not as tall as Optimus though. This is the problem. He's dense. There's more. He is dense. Yeah. Like there's more action. I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'll probably room, I'll have to eBay some stuff. Yeah, some more trash because it needs to be paid for in trash. Yeah, I can't drop <laughs> if it's if it can be paid for in eBay trash or present. Then it doesn't. Yeah, or present. Then it doesn't. The price is irrelevant. Yeah, if it can be paid for with other stuff. Yeah, great. <laughs> That's why I'm flinging all this stuff out of the minute because I kind of okay. So similar kind of thing. I I it, it I haven't got game room. I haven't got back Bowser needs to be in here well this whole thing yeah. is for naught you should scrap this and have a nice office with a houseplant and an iMac if you don't get that Bowser that's yeah. the guy you're becoming oh, you, right, know, okay. you need some kind of like Voss so water if I, next if I to don't it. buy the Bowser I'm not a real gamer no if you don't buy the Bowser you're a big fair, hipster girl if you have a game room that is heavy on Nintendo and mm. You heavy on Nintendo and Lego, and you don't buy the big Lego Bowser. <laughs> yeah. It, then, yeah, there's something yeah. wrong there. And like, I, I kind of get what some of the review we, we watched Jang, and he liked it. Couldn't get Jang the price. on YouTube. Make yeah, sure to check it out. Good. Very, very good. Very good. In um, 2022, very do I articulate young man. Enunciates yeah, very well. Um, but he enunciates well, much better than us. Yeah, he wasn't completely fizzed on the price, but I think mm. that's the thing. Like they've almost priced that to you. Like they've said, this guy will pay whatever we ask for for that. Because yeah, they're only making one set, and yeah, it's for me. It marries everything he wants. I'm, I'm, I'm having yeah. it. You but know. I think you. I mean, I've, I've got my eye on that pirate ship. I don't. I wouldn't buy a pirate ship out of my income. I wouldn't work a day for that pirate ship. No. But if I can get it by selling some of the trash that I've got on um, eBay at the moment, yeah, then I'm definitely having it because it we, looks like fun. And we I've mentioned old cave. We mentioned on the Pudding Boys a couple of weeks ago that I'd gone through and like eBayed Pokemon cards and Amiibo, <laughs> didn't we? Well, I thought I was done. Now we're just but having having a little dig. <laughs> we're having a move through the bin now. Yeah, having a little dig on the in, on the internet or in the attic. You know, I've got a Vault Boy bobblehead that's just popped up, an old PS2 pop vinyls things. Just things I don't really want. He's going to hashtag his eBay store in the city on the yeah. thing for this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's some so, real good so loot guys, here, some, some collectible great, items. Some great condition. trash for you. <laughs> oh, my, literally was stuff that I was about to like fling in the clothes recycling bin and it was like, oh, actually, let's just punt on these. Oh, because, you're, yeah, you're getting rid of old band t-shirts. Kanye West could, is buying yeah. your... Old yeah. stuff, uh, and it's the bands are they're all bands I still like. My music taste hasn't really changed in about twenty years. No, I'm just but your waistline. <laughs> yeah, like when when I did like gym years, yeah. I could get into a large and make it look quite like. Hmm. Now it's still stretched, but it ain't the top that's stretched. <laughs> so I I was going through my t-shirts a while ago. I didn't throw any out because I only have a couple of larges and they're tour shirts, and I. It's just like, oh, this is when I went to see Ed Guy for the first time, that kind of thing. And I just, I put the Ed Guy Rocket Ride shirt on. (laughs) 
the upsetting thing is a sports bra. <laughs> it's not that it doesn't fit. It's that I'm not taller than I was. <laughs> I haven't, you know, I haven't just grown up a bit. Yeah. I've just gotten fatter. Yeah, it's not so much that it's hanging like here, but hanging. It's yeah. that it's stretched here across the <laughs> diaphragm. It's. Do you know what? You, there's a belly droop that sticks yeah. out below it almost. Yeah, yeah. It forces my stomach into a droop. I don't have a belly droop here, listeners. I'm shredded. Yeah, we're ripped. That's why we call ourselves the uh, number one men's health and well-being podcast. Yes. Oh, we've got fucking... I've been stumbling on a lot of wellness pages on Instagram and it's been making me mad, but not as mad as the other nerdy topic that I wanted to talk about. And that's... <laughs> You've been stewing on all week. I've been stewing months. on for months. So, Warhammer. It's... Warhammer. Warhammer. I've been painting again uh, my kill teams. I have now two complete kill teams and a set of terrain. So next week, before the peebs, we're going to play a game. Yeah, we're going to... Well, I'm going to try and learn it, because I have... Yeah. I have a very peripheral understanding of it. I've I've never got into it, because I don't have your patience and dexterity for painting. Mm -hmm. Mine would be... Mine Ham, would be ham-fisted Abe. <laughs> I, I would be smearing mine and then posting them for criticism and comments. So right, this is the annoying. So <laughs> next week we'll play a game. We'll talk about that. We're not going to record it or do a battle report yet, but because you know, first time. But I'm part of quite a few groups online centered around painting and things like that, and a particular one, it's for kill team and people post their kill teams. You get good inspiration for things and stuff like that, but. My painting standard is what you'd describe as tabletop ready. From an arm's length, they look pretty cool. They're not, there's no, you know, a huge amount of like wet blending and highlighting and things like that. There's a mixture of dry brush, standard paints, <laughs> dry brush, standard paints, and contrast paints. You know, it's a basic paint job that looks pretty decent and it's neat, neat and tidy. That's my strength is that i can put paint where i want paint to go yeah and it looks finished none, yeah. of, none of yours look like it's the layer before the layer before, before you go the and tidy up the of, lines yeah. yeah so neat and tidy a number one rule for me i then i'll post my pictures online i'm not i'm not above the you know that i would like someone to give me a pat on the back that's you know i'll do that so I post my... Yeah, for some reason, you send them to me. I expect me to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just baby Lego. We've well, got no one Dumb. else to talk to about it. But <laughs> I'll post them on the internet. I'll say, look, i finished this kill team. Here you go. What annoys me is there's a few things. People post like one person, one model, or one work in progress. And that's like, finish, finish a whole model first. Come on, hmm. don't be a dick. The other thing is like the... They'll post something that's that's god awful. Maybe it's the first time or something. It looks like they've just shot paint at it from a gun a mile away, and they'll post with like comments and criticism. Please, you don't want comments and criticism. Own up. You want someone to say it looks good. Yeah, you want the two TV. Because I if you mind. want comments and criticism, watch one of the millions of painting tutorials on the internet. Because you're not at the point where you don't need them anymore. I don't mind the first, you know, like the where they openly declare this is my first one because they probably at that point, a lot of them haven't thought about searching YouTube and that or don't know who to look Maybe. at. Maybe and are probably coming in like I would be with Train saying, "I'm doing diesel. Tell me the five guys that are best at weathering diesel." Sure. I don't mind the first one where they openly declare it and lean into it. Yeah, I don't mind them. That's well, no, cute. I, I think if you're proud of it, and it, and even if it looks like absolute shit, you can still put that on, on the internet and say, this is my first model. I'm quite proud of it. That's fine. I mean, don't. But that's, that's fine. <laughs> don't but don't my act with it. like you want people on a Facebook group to actually give you critique you don't because, want nuanced critique yeah, you don't want like your wash you is a only bit heavy need there. critique when you are very fucking good and you can't find any more help online from from existing resources what i'm saying is if you want to get better get better don't ask someone on the internet to tell you how to get better because there are People are doing so that much. for you. Yeah, there's, that's there's already tons there. Of stuff. Yeah, and it's already pre-recorded because they're sick of telling you how to get better. Yeah. Do you know what? The, when some people ask for like comments and critique and all that kind of shit, and they haven't even finished painting half the model, mm. like 
Well, my first comment would be finish it. Buy three more colours and use them. <laughs> maybe they need to wait for three more paydays to be able to afford oh, those maybe, three yeah. more colours. I don't know. Something. To, it just irks me. If you want someone to say it looks nice, fine. Just don't pretend like you're actively going to work on your painting skills based on a comment from a guy in a Facebook group when you're not actively trying to better yourself anyway. Yeah, I think that's fair. And like I said, I mean, the, the first ones, because sometimes you need that foot in the door, like, that's fine, but your paints are thick, the, you know, yeah, your thin, wash is heavy. If, if the comments and criticism that I can give you is thin your paints, hmm. don't ask for comments and criticism. Yeah. At that point, the, you know, shout out. It's the first time watch I've a, ever painted. Watch some how-tos, who do, yeah. I, who do I look at? Yeah, it's fine. I, I don't mind that. But it's like you say, it's that kind of implying that the criticism and comment isn't going to be, it's fundamentally bad. Yeah. It's going to be, you can improve it slightly by throwing it in the bin, buying a new set and then watching some <laughs> videos and starting again. Yeah. I'm, do you know what? I'm struggling to articulate the the thing that makes me mad about it and it's making me sound like I'm just mad at people that aren't very good at painting. No, I'm no, not. it's not. It's the, it's the fishing. That yeah, it's the annoying. fishing for compliments. If you want compliments, ask for them. Ask for them. Yeah. Say I'm proud of this. Maybe I'll get better next time. But look how look at my dude. That's fine. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. You don't need to pretend like you're above getting a compliment. Yeah, everyone just likes to get it. some compliments. Yeah, yeah, everyone likes that. If you've ever put a picture of anything on anything, yeah. you're asking people to say, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, that's the whole point of social media is the gratification of it. Mm, we've just come full circle. Uh, it's me. taken us nearly a year, but we've come right back around to the start of the people. Right back around social media. So you're mad at people who can't paint. You hate them. They're dumb. You, I'm mad at people. They should leave the hobby. Thinly veiling their <laughs> desire for criticism. No, their desire for likes yeah. behind wanting criticism when if they really wanted criticism, all they would do is learn a bit more first because there's tons of resources. You only need comments and criticisms when you can paint better than Ninjon, Miniac, you know, the the base level of like really good painters on YouTube. Now there's better painters than them on like Instagram and stuff like that, but that's But they can learn from them levels. and they're the guys that should be fishing yeah. for comment and crit say really, really if, good, but slight improvement by. And yeah. that's what we're talking about here. We're talking the kind of that you know that kind of British cycling thing, the thousandths of a percent. Yes, thing yeah. That yeah, that's did... what they need comments yeah. and criticism for. If Ninjon is fed up of getting, I don't know, second place at Golden Demon, then yeah, he should probably talk to the guy who got first place, and they can share tips and discuss what he could have done better. But. You're not helping him. But yeah, I can't help him. <laughs> I, I can't help him at all. You, if you want actual comments and criticism, it needs to be directed at someone, you know. Take the model into your local game store, find someone that's better than you, and say, why does my model look like shit? Or just go on YouTube and watch a how-to. Watch Sarastro's painting guide, you shit. <laughs> this is why I like Lego. It's so much less competitive. Yeah, because it's already pre-coloured for you. Put the thing together. <laughs> it's blocked, basically. I'm playing with blocks. The important thing is they're coloured blocks. You don't have to colour them in. <laughs> yeah, and if you're weathering Lego, that's a special Weather kind time. of What else made you mad? I don't know. Is, is, that, anything... is that like you? I don't know. You seem like you were taking a deep breath, like you were going to Brian Blessed the next bit. No, I just I feel like I'm going to come off really bad after that little rant because I don't think I explained it well. But no, if I but keep trying to explain, it, I'm going to dig a bigger boys. hole. Yeah, I, this, I, I don't you know what I'm going to post. This is like the time you fucked up and wrote a countdown to extinction, the best Megadeth album. <laughs> I'll when be you posting it was the best Creed album. I'll be posting pictures of my painting at some point soon because it's fun and I'll share it with the Instagram audience I will not be asking for comments and critique because I know exactly where I can I'll go to learn things anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I know where I can go to learn more stuff however don't take my rant audience as me being good at painting don't build your hopes up there's like she's great. flame on miniatures is going to come no it is just tabletop ready stuff <laughs> Oh, he, he sends them to me and he's like, this is going to win first prize at the, <laughs> prize at the Golden Paintbrush at Orgast Tavern or whatever. Brooke. I don't care. Fuck <laughs> it's you. not Lego or Trank. You do shit. care. Do you know what I don't care about? Numbers of the Beast. 
Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast Pudding Boys audience, this segment of the show. Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. <gasps> right now we're working our way through the vast catalogues of metal... Metalog? <laughs> what? Metalog? Megadeth. Comments and, and criticism on this podcast, please. <laughs> and this week it's Learn The words. System Has Failed. Learn the band that you're reviewing, dude. The system is fair. I've got my uh, numbers written down over here. Oh, that's the first. They're very low, so I have to Dom, reach for them. I'm just a bit bad. I've just realised you stopped me from talking about the helicopter. I'm going to talk about that next week. I'm getting fizzy about that. Oh. You, you gatekeeping your hobby I told you stopped I was... me getting excited about mine. I told you I was stoned. Stu- oh, my God. Speaking of gatekeeping, so Metallica was in oh, the Stranger yeah. Things episode. Right. This is annoying. We're going to sidetrack a little bit. Well, no, it's not. Cause it's, it's basically it's heavy the metal. other side of Megadeth as yeah. well. So, the bad side. Metallica made a post about, like, don't gatekeep heavy metal or don't keep gatekeep our music. It's for everyone, blah, 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 blah. No one was gatekeeping it, Metallica. You're the biggest band in the universe. Yeah, Everyone no- knows about you. You're worth like a billion dollars. Yeah. I, like- I don't think anyone seriously could gatekeep Metallica. The gateway band. Uh, yeah, that, like they're the reference point for Chris, the worst of the Gilmore Girls. Yes. Like, that's the kind of... That's the level that Metallica yeah, If at. you've been mentioned in the fucking Gilmore Girls... Not even mentioned, they're like actively pushed. Like, yeah. They mentioned there's t-shirts, yeah. things like that. Yeah, you weren't some underground band. Yeah, you were pretty up there. And I, I don't agree with really gatekeeping an underground band, maybe a little bit, but like you definitely do. Yeah, I yeah. would. If I if I knew a bit more about black metal, I'd be stomping all <laughs> over the place, yelling at people's t-shirts, um, which were available yeah, like, on my eBay store. I don't I don't think anyone <laughs> is. Uh, is good. I I found it annoying the amount of. Um, news articles and posts and stuff I've seen about Stranger Things. I've not even watched this season because it's it's being forced down my throat so much that I yeah. I'm avoiding it in, You'll until probably a later enjoy date. More if you can wait. I, yeah. I we watched it. Um I it like it. Good. I liked the other seasons. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I, I've got a little bit of Game of Thrones syndrome with it. Oh, okay. I, and that's do you know what I did it with Breaking Bad I waited yeah. till uh, probably a couple of years after it had finished. Yeah. Watched the whole thing Bad. and it was fucking great. Yeah. Because I wasn't getting like a BuzzFeed article every week about it. Although, did you find with Breaking Bad, you could have cut like two whole seasons yeah, worth yeah, yeah. out of it? Four yeah. out of six would have been a really like, yeah, it would have been a brave new world. Yes, and it's it, a very good show though. Yeah, and it turned out to be, yeah, probably a dance to death. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'm going to really like season four of Stranger Things, but I when it's time don't need hundreds of articles being thrown at me every day. No. All right, anyway, so yeah, Metallica. Stop pretending like you were some underground band and also Stop making Dave mad. <laughs> and stop and disturbed, stop saying that you're <laughs> Oh my god, the uh, the guitar. Yeah, disturbed revealed a new guitar right, design. This this is edgy in the extreme. Do you know what it says on the front of it? Go on. What does what, it say? What, it, it says fuck cancel culture in the Coca-Cola logo. What? That's <laughs> That is some. That is that's a physical shit post. <laughs> I I love the fact that the article about it started off with the the subline, the byline. Is that the yeah. thing under the headline? I'm a journalist that just said uh, disturbed who have never been cancelled <laughs> are taking a stand against cancel culture. It was a real like classy little dig. It was. And do you know what? It looked like. Even if the whatever you want to do with the message kind of thing, the guitar looked like shit. It was done. Oh, I didn't even it get just, down to no, that. No, it bit. looked like somebody. Had, it looked like somebody had just like photoshopped a kind of Coke logo oh, with some God. new words in it. Just onto, downloaded it from dafont.com. Oh, God, it, it looked like a vinyl wrap on the guitar. It was dumb. Uh, that was going straight in the toilet. Disturbed at them. Um, yeah, they are. They are toilet. The... We're not going to do them on noise and the No, we'll never be doing that. Sorry, audience. Sorry, Dan. Uh, <laughs> What was I going to say? No, it's gone. The yeah, so it's not a um, it's not a particularly strong stance to take. I don't think anyone on the planet likes cancel culture. I don't think people aim to cancel people. It there's, just happens there's a, there's a really, when really Twitter gets into subset. a shitstorm. There's a little subset of people that will love it and will be oh, all about you? it. Yeah. I'm sure, but 99 percent of people just probably don't give a shit. Yeah, 99 percent of people are probably at some point going to get cancelled. Accidentally, at some point I'm definitely going to get cancelled. I'm going to take a, an even hotter take and have my own custom guitar 
that says racism is bad on the front of it. Because that's a real that's a real out there stance to take, I think, in <laughs> this day and age. Says, Risk sucked. <laughs> <laughs> back to Megadeth. Uh the system has failed. Yes. First one back after his in- arm injury. Yeah. Because for a while it looked like Megadeth were going to go out on the world needs a hero, which would have been a sad end. That would have been sad. Risk then the world needs a hero. Yeah. But this one, so what it's, do you reckon? Should we should we uh, should we kick the chair and let's, go into it? <laughs> let's blackmail the universe. What did you give blackmail the a universe? Seven. No, yeah, you it's didn't. It's my favourite Megadeth song. Wow. Two reasons. It's it's a little boring for a seven. Don't, no, two reasons. One, it gives me everything that I've been wanting for Megadeth for yes. about five albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy riff, nuclear war. It's got digging out. <laughs> it's got a load of the things that I've said all the way through that I hate. And once again, on the pudding boys, we're going to eat crow. It's got sound bites. It's got voices, but they're fucking good in this one. Well, I know. See, I thought the sound bites, while fitting, weren't. I don't know. They 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 didn't slap me as much. I they gave it a as four. Cringy. You're I gave it a four. Dumb. Although, do you know what my big thing with this is? So yeah. th- I said before, this is the album that I, this is the first album that this I This is got. your brave new world for yeah. Megadeth. I understand that. There's going to be some song, nostalgia there. A huge nostalgia with this. Yeah. This song, when they they played the download, the second or third one I went to, mm-hmm. and they opened with this, and it was just you know you've got like the plane crash at the start, and then that. As soon as that, that's where the four came from because I think after the intro, I got a little bit bored with it. But it, all the riffs and like the riffs, the riffs are great. But the intro, I when I was good at guitar, yeah, <laughs> the intro lets you know this is a proper Megadeth album. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I give it a seven. This is going at the front of the best of. This is my favourite Megadeth song. I just don't think it's got enough uniqueness for that. I think you're horribly wrong. But I think we've done. done that for most of it. Die dead enough. I give it a six. Jesus Christ! Do you know why though? Why? The, Coming right the way back round, we do this against the rest of the band's catalogue. Yeah. Die Dead Enough is as good as Dread and the Fugitive Mind, which you give a six. Mm-hmm. It's as good as... It's better than Almost Honest. It's mm. as good as... Oh, I've said Dread and the Fugitive Mind, the other one. It's better than Use the Man and all that. Better than Train of Consequences. Well, Train of Consequences is good. Yeah, but so is this. That is... So this is bad. Dumb. This is a bad song in a good way, though. Go on. What did you it's, give it? It's first? super cheesy. I gave it a five, <laughs> but I know it doesn't deserve it. It's Moto Psycho it's again. It's Moto Psycho. That's <laughs> it's, what it, it's, it's very good. Do you know what this was from as well? What? It's the Tomb Raider soundtrack. Oh, so is it? So it's very much like a movie soundtrack Megadeth song. Well, there you go. I, I quite like it, but it is... Che- I find I, myself singing it a I'd lot. I like it with headphones in. Yeah. I'm not sharing it with other people. <laughs> I, I'm not... If I'm on the way to a heavy metal gig... Yeah. I'm not blasting that out the car windows hoping that people will see me and think I'm cool. Yeah, no. I'm listening to that while I'm still on the motorway with the windows up. Yeah. But yeah. I'm singing along. <laughs> yeah, I'm singing along because it's a catchy hook, mm. but it's not uh it's not true cult. I think your assessment there is actually <laughs> really quite good. It started off as like a three and then kept growing every time I listened to it. Kick the chair. I'm going to give it another six. I gave it a six. It's very good. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, gonna, I'm, not I'm not going to bottle that. I'm going to give it a seven. I really like it. <laughs> Wait, you're and, changing it. No, I've ch- I went to go back. To, you know when you kind of have a little, eh, is it as good? And I've, uh, you know what? No, I'm actually going to stick with what I originally mm. did. I it's can see really that. It's a really fun song. And it, do you know what? Again, it's a kind of thrashy Megadeth song again. It is. It's so to me, thrash, this but... is just a staple, a staple track. This will probably be on my, on my best of. Yeah. I probably could see it getting a seven at a push, but my Megadeth tracks have been just lower rated overall. I feel like, so I need to keep that going. Otherwise it throws, because it doesn't matter Mm. what Megadeth do against Iron Maiden. It doesn't matter what they do against Halloween. This is insular. So if I started being a little bit harsher, I will finish being a little bit harsher. So my sixes are kind of your sevens at this point yeah. anyway. Kick the chair is one that I like. It's very good. We acknowledge very early, we both fucked Rattlehead up. That should have been an eight. Yeah, well, Rattlehead should have been. But that's why this is a six. A lot of the old stuff. I'm putting kick the chair on before I put on things like the country, before I put on Black Good Morning, Black Friday. Mm. You know, like ones that people go to as staples. I, I would put kick the chair on before Holy Wars. Dumb. No. Idiot. You're dumb. 
<laughs> Idiot. No, I keep going back to Hurley Wars and it still doesn't... Uh, look, Jingle the Scorpion. What did you give the Scorpion? <sighs> the Scorpion, it comes... The, the album comes to a bit of a screeching halt there. Blow. It's I gave it a three. Yeah, me too. But... On, all right, on another album, it would have been the best track there. If it was on Risk, it would have been the best Anything track there. Anything since Countdown. Yeah. But the Tim Burton-y mm, intro. Yeah. It's I don't cool. wear fingerless gloves. Mm. I don't have stripy black and white socks on. I don't, I've don't. i never bought an Edward Scissor, scissor Hands. Scissor Hands. Scissor Hands. Scissor Hands. Or Pop Vinyl. Yeah. And I'm not starting now. No, it's the Scorpion's a little bit dumb. Is if Edward you removed that, it would have been Edward Scissor Hands. That sounds yeah. like a made-up. Oh, it isn't, yeah. Uh, it's if you remove that like ding 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 bits could be about a four it could it's be a four a... yeah it's, a, it's not a bad song like it's... Tears in a Vial Tears in a Vial give a four me too it's fine at this point they'd kind of settled into a bit of a grease this is probably the closest thing Megadeth did to a modern thrash album yeah it's well that we've heard of so far because yeah. isn't some stuff coming up that's supposed it... to be pretty spicy yeah exactly this is kind of them I think Dave whether he took it on or whether he decided himself, decided the Radio Rock thing was... Well, it wasn't them. working. It, it they ran out of Radio he, Rock yeah. songs. They had two albums worth of content. They did one album, Countdown, and then they split the other album between mm. Euthanasia and Cryptic. Because you could make a good album out of those two. Yeah, that's fair. And then and he then, dumped out Risk and the World Needs Help. Yeah, shut those um, two out. I, I know Jack isn't a song. No, it's I, not I'm even not an counting. instrumental. It's just an intro. Yeah, I think so, that's fair. I'm skipping that one. Yeah, back in the day, this is a steaming seven. This is right. This is, if you're going to steal the structure and intro from another band for your song, don't only change one word of the title, because this is back in the village. That is. But this, this is just back in the village by Iron Maiden. <laughs> Especially the intro. But it's... no, And this, it's not as good as Back in the Village. It's this, a four. This is them mushing the, sound, the sound of um, Back in the Village yeah. with the content Back of Denim and Lather by Saxon. Yeah. He even references that. Do you yeah. know why this got a seven for me? Two two reasons. One, I fucking love it. It's a lot of fun. And for Megadeth at the minute... I just thought it was fine. No, this is fun. This is... That riff... That's another one of those that I used to play all the time. I was yeah. warming up like... Diddle, 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 diddle. It's a nice little... If you were like, a bit better, you could have played the Iron Maiden version. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Um, the other reason, the real reason that this is a seven. Do you remember the cartoon Duck Dodgers? Yes, it was in Duck Dodgers. <laughs> Nobody was harder than Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> it, do you know what the performance of it in that? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like Deaf Duck. <laughs> yeah. No, that does make it kind of cooler, actually. Oh, it it bobs. Um, Something that I'm not. Give it a four. It, I on my first pass through, mm. I gave it a four plus, mm. so that I could denote for myself that I might want to elevate this to a five. I've got a I've got a system now, um, mm. but then when I came back through, I kept leaving it at a plus. I wasn't moving it mm. to a five. Then this morning when I was doing my numbers, is that a euphemism for your my my, my, my ablutions? <laughs> no, it's not really. I'm going to go and do my numbers. <laughs> But I, I couldn't remember why I'd given it a plus because it's actually a four minus. It's, like it's it's a lower four. Yeah. It's, it's not as good as the other fours. I'm that not I gave. actively skipping it. Yeah. But no, I'm it's not, not bad. Putting it on. It's yeah, it's it's just okay. I don't know I just couldn't figure out hmm. why I was putting it as four plus. And I, it stayed yeah, as four plus. Very similar for like when you did all those songs on countdown. I couldn't figure <laughs> out why you'd done all those the way they were. Dumb. Dumb. Truth be told three. It's a low three as well. Yeah. Because that chorus backing is dumb. Oh, where they're all leaning into the microphone at the same time. Uh, yeah. But fading. But the barking sound is cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I like that. Just have that. Get rid of the... What the, are they saying? Are they going, the, truth be told? Yeah. Yeah, no. Not like Backstreet, not boys to now. <laughs> boys for now. <laughs> um, but it has got some cool... Like the end of truth be told, actually, mm. it kind of kicks back up again. Yes. That's why it's a three. Yeah. But it's a low three. Yeah. Mice but, and Men. So, most of the tracks on this Mice album... Mice and Men, if people can hear you, versus Mice and Men when you're <laughs> on your own. It's the same for me. Mm. I don't have any kind of stance there. Most of the tracks on this album started a lot lower, and then it grew on me. Mm. 
because I kind of put it into context and I started listening. And there is some catchiness to it, despite it being quite a thrashy album. Of Mice and Men actually went down. What did you give it? I gave it a three in the end. I gave it a four. I'm not mad that you gave it a three. Yeah. It's not that great. It's not, but I find myself humming and singing it quite a bit. And there's a couple again of cool, like, riffy it. bits. I just remember that I've got a note here that says most went up, this went down. Yeah. I couldn't it's, tell you it. It's a little, it's one of those again that if I'm on my own, I am going to be doing the, uh, the, the you know, the kind yeah. of, if um, I'm in public, I'm probably going to be like, no, this is done, let's put Rattlehead on. And then I'm going to cut the sleeves off my shirt and pull my uh, jeans up a little bit. It's a very fun book, though. Hmm. Maybe we should, we should have a literary element to uh, how we did Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, but now it's all different. Mm. I think they have to do English stuff. The Shadow of Death. Hmm. Wait, no, that's not counting. Are we is not it? counting this? I'm not I want count to talk about this one briefly. Yeah, I'm not going to count what it. The shit. It's now I get okay. I'm not going to be all. Cool. We're not edgy enough to be cool or take a stance on politics or it's religion. It's a psalm. It's a psalm, and Dave is a born again Christian. He's been quite vehement about that and he's refused to refuse to play festivals with bands that are overtly satanic and that oh really him and the lad from destruction had a big to do about it because they got destruction kicked off a bill i didn't oh shit you wouldn't want to get not destruction not the, uh, the other one the one um dissection oh right because i was gonna say the elite isn't the least ring of destruction Fucking he's huge, huge. Yeah. he's a machine yeah, he's the one that javelin the mic and yeah. Like, yeah don't, don't fuck him up dave i know you knew all your Taijutsu, but crush you. Yeah, he'll just breathe on you and you'll explode. That'd be fun. They would be. That'd be a good that'd, flashy time. Yeah. That'd be quite consistent. I yes. think. Yeah, for them, every song is probably a solid like six. Yeah. Um, no, the dissection. You know, the satanic. They're very good actually. I really like dissection, but they were proper. Like he actually killed himself. I think the singer oh, as no. part of some satanic oh. thing. He was big on one of the satanic Satan. churches. Yeah. Satan. Um, it was a whole thing, but Megadeth actually got them kicked off a bill because they wouldn't play alongside them on a stage. That's he crazy. He was quite vocal about how Do they play, like, shows with Ghost? I don't think they... I don't know if they have done, but I think Ghost are quite tongue-in-cheek. This, this, these are Ghost actually yeah. practising Satanists, not, you know, yeah. like Scooby-Doo does Satan. Yeah. We're going to do Ghost at some point because I have gone big back into them. I was white chocolating them the other week. I fucking love Ghost. Don't be dumb. Um, I, I don't know. But Shadow it's of Death. take a while. It's not so much that he did the song. I get that. That's kind of whatever. And it's a bit, bit of an intro. We're not counting it as a song. Yeah. The bit that irks me, and I'm going to blow a little bit of smoke here, is the narration on it. Uh, it's kind of shit. Thanks for blowing that for me. It's kind of shit. Like, it's not... It, it's trying to do the Brian Blessedy kind of thing. Yeah, it's not good. I'm going to do a little plug here. Our friend, Mott Healed... Or yeah. Is that what he goes by as his Mott Hailed, Mott yeah. Hailed the chap that does the uh, the vocals for the Pudding Boys intro? Yes. If he had done this, I'd be ranking it as a song, and I'd probably yeah. be having quite a good time. And as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, do you know what? I'm going to ask him to do it. For That's what it would sound. Like. <laughs> oh, if um, Matt's listening to this, he'll think he recorded that. Yeah, find him and check him out. Hello, <laughs> boys, and get him to do this for you. My kingdom. Uh, I gave it a four. Probably, I just can't, yeah. I was just fine. A, at that point, yeah. I just, it's it's good. I could tell it's good. Yeah. But by that point yeah. in the album, every time I'm listening to yeah. it, it's a long fucking album and I'm bored yeah, by this. Just, I give it a two. Oh, really? I, was really I thought it was okay. No, it was really dumb. It was like, the album would have been better without it. Really? Yeah. No, it's, it doesn't affect my score at all because my score is a total of 40. And this... therefore, the average is four. Oh, that's so really it, quite it literally neat. doesn't harm the album for me. Ah, okay. What did you do? Yeah, we're doing it out of 10, aren't we? Because we're skipping I Know Jack and yeah. Shadow of Death. My score is 47. It's a score of 4.7. And do you know what? That's I'm, a spicy score. I'm really quite happy. It comes in for me. It's immediately below Countdown to Extinction. Yeah. As my fourth best album, where they should wow, be. Wow, Countdown's real low for you. That's dumb. What's your, what's your top? What, what is your... It is a 10 mine's now. It's rust, 10 mine's Rust, Peace, then Countdown. Because Megadeth are a thrash metal rust, band. Rust, Peace, then Countdown. And then well, this. yeah, that's okay. I Yeah, I mean, I know that you kind of biffed Countdown. No, you're <laughs> you wrong. Biffed all of the... You biffed Holy Wars. I did. No, do you know what? No, I didn't biff Holy Wars because I keep going back and trying <laughs> to listen to it. got scared of it. I biffed Hangar 18 and I biffed Rattlehead. You biffed uh, Rust in Peace as well. Did I? I don't think you gave that a seven, did you? Did you give Tornado of Souls a seven? Yeah, I think I did. Good. 
I'm not sure. Audience I'm glad that you me. bought Biff back, by the way. You don't get yeah. enough of that in 2022. Biffing something is good. <laughs> white chocolating and biffing things. I've explained white chocolating before. I'll, I'll explain it again in a few episodes. Biffing, yeah, just just not doing a good job yeah, of it. Our, our two-year-old dog biffed our curtains this week. <laughs> so the top ten okay. at the moment. For us, this is the whole This is the PB, now. yeah, this is the joint scores. This is the wrong At order. ten is Risk, then World Needs a Hero, then So Far So Good So What, then Euthanasia, then Killing Is My Business, then The System Has Failed, then Cryptic Writings, then Peace Cells, then Rust in Peace, then Countdown. So The System Has Failed got an 8.7. It's just under Cryptic. That's, no, it's not. No, that's, no, it's that's not. wrong. That's it horrible. is wrong. Hold that's on. Really I'm so sorry. It's just above Cryptic. It is fourth. Yeah, that's I somehow thought that 8.17 was bigger than 8.7 because 17 is a higher number. <laughs> yeah, but you also, you've thought that yeah, Countdown to Extinction is better than Rust in Peace, so you've set your level <laughs> for maths and living. <laughs> So yeah, it comes forth. That's a, it's a great album. It's, it's a good time for Megadeth. I, this is a big return. Well yeah. done. This was, yeah, yeah. yeah. This landed. It it, it good is good. Job, Dave. Now, if you fancy listening along at home and making your own uninformed judgments, next week's numbers of the beast will be United Abominations. Now that's a dumb title, but hopefully it's a good album. Pudding of the week. Fellows, it is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, this segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is Frolini. A Frolini is a short crust pastry biscuit that is usually twice baked. There's not a huge amount to say. It's just one of the many biscotti that Italians eat. But it's not the biscotti with the almonds that everyone calls biscotti. That biscotti is just a biscotti. Is biscotti just biscuits in Italian then, basically, Thomas? Essentially. There's a little there's layers of complexity because frolini is short crust. Biscuit. It's, it's like shortbread Can in you Italian. Just manifest to the Pope during one of his rituals and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Did that help? I didn't think you were allowed to do those. I thought bits of you fell off if you started. <sighs> the Pope's been a very naughty boy. <laughs> I haven't set foot in the Vatican for a long time. When something offends Thomas, we know we're in trouble. Now, I'm going to have a, a sip of Bloor's squash and get out of here because one thing about Frolini is it's very dry and very crunchy and I don't want to be around for those mouth sounds. <laughs> Let me just have a sip of Bloor's squash. Oh, Gotta wash the Pope out of me. Farewell, boys! <laughs> he was stickier than normal. Yeah, he was uh, He was chipper. Yeah. So here we have a tub of Frolini. Now, I think what we'll do is is we'll talk about them a little bit, maybe have a bite. I might have to pause While we the recording <laughs> because he... Mouth sounds. Mouth sounds. I don't want businessmen trying to get us to make an OnlyFans based on our mouth sounds. Yeah, we're not going to do you a Chili's ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, I can still hear that. Why, yeah. why was it in the episode? That was just cruel. There was a Cox and Crendor recently where Jesse thought it was a good idea to chew gum. I mean, we can't talk, we eat, we eat on air. Yeah, but we weren't trying to do it as an impression of an ASMR thing. It just happened. Yeah, he was admitting he was up. listening to that yeah. for that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, we, he, he was definitely wasn't just listening to it. <laughs> God damn it, Jesse, stop it. So, yeah, these Frolini, we've got cacao and. Cacao? Egg. So we've got. <laughs> egg. But you're scared of egg. No, I'm fine with egg if it's biscuit. <laughs> when you bite these. And when you kind of analyse what these are, these aren't 
cookies in America or biscuits made from biscuit pastry. These are definitely made from these are the same. These, these are, are shortcrust pastry. Yeah, like it's almost like a water pastry. Like you could, if you didn't put sugar in them, you could put pork pie filling in them. Like that. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Well, maybe they're a bit too dry for that. Sharp cheddar on them, maybe. Have a have a a bite. Okay. Well, you're going for the the cacao. Oh my god! It's all right. Mouth. 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 It's like a bourbon without the filling, which makes it not as good as a bourbon. But if you dunk a bourbon in your coffee, Mm -hmm. you're going to have scum at the bottom of your coffee. Yeah, this will fall apart. You, you have this with a coffee. You don't dunk it. Mm. Now, I'm going to pause the recording for a bit because of these mouth sounds. <laughs> and we're back. Mm. Oh, so... <clears throat> yeah, there's there's a lot of crunch. Mm. And a little bit of, like, there's, smacking um, left afterwards. There's a time that uh, our buddy Charlie and I, when we used to go to uni... Mm-hmm. And we used to walk back from the uni to his student house, and it was kind of up a gentle hill. Yeah. Um, one past Queen's Med, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was up a gentle hill, and we made the mistake one day when we were quite peckish. We went down to the student union. Yeah. Grabbed some biscuits, chowed them all down, like smashing them all in while we were on flat land, and then I started walking up the hill. These are the kind of biscuits like that that will get real cakey in your oh, mouth afterwards. Like, yeah. there are pockets formed in my mouth now of just cakey residue. Yeah. If of, I had to do something quickly, sand. I'd get very, very out of breath Yeah, very quickly. They're quite nice, especially the chocolate ones are quite a lot of fun. Mm. They do taste like bourbon biscuits. It's that same kind of biscuit I'm not going out of my way for the egg ones, but no, the egg ones are, are plain. But I thought if served there, with a was... coffee, if you go to a nice shop and with a coffee, yeah, it's, you're not going to leave it on the dish. There were a lot, Thomas says, of different varieties. <laughs> all of them described as frilloni, mm. so they're all short crust biscuits. So they're all this dry, hard biscuit. There are a lot of different uh, varieties, but I thought I should go for barn egg flavour. And we were just discussing when we were chewing. We were it's very strange. Each other. Yeah, because these are these are actually Italian. My own Italian company. I don't know how Thomas came across them and how they ended up in a local co-op near Thomas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the like selling points of the the plain flavour were that they were fresh barn eggs, and they had big old eggs on the cover, like a photo of some eggs. In England, you would try and hide the fact that there was egg. Yeah. Because people will think that's eggy. They're thinking they're buying a hash brown or something to yeah. go with their cooked breakfast. Cause, oh, yeah. man, yeah. <laughs> Guess what I've been thinking about for the last hour. <laughs> hmm. oh. Oh. What scale have you got for these bad boys? Mm, let's go with... Let's go with Nintendo consoles. Okay. We, we went into Bowser. Um, as usual, looking around your game room for something to inspire <laughs> me to a scale. You need to do some more prep. <laughs> So let's let's quickly go through. We've got the Famicom or NES, and then we've got the Super Famicom or Super NES. Yeah. Then we've got the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Then we've got we're not going to do Virtual Boy. Then we've got the we're talking consoles, not handhelds here. Yeah. Virtual Boy is kind of in between the two. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but then we've got the N sixty four, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, Switch. Switch yeah. counts. Yeah, oh, Switch is, yeah, yeah. Switch is a console that you can move, yeah. not a handheld that you can plug in. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't spend most of its time docked is done. Mine does not leave the dock. Switch Lite was a mistake. Yeah. I wanted the opposite. Mm. I wanted a smaller, compact Switch that was cheaper and had no screen. Categorically, yes. If they made one of those, I'd have one in every room of the house. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if they made, if they made like a Switch Mini. Yeah. But Switch Lite, I don't want it. I don't go on the bus. No, no. Like, and I can't I, play Switch while I'm driving. I get in real trouble. Yeah, and if I'm at home, I'm playing on TV. Yeah, I'll go to another TV hmm. and play it on the TV if the wife is using the main TV. Yeah. You know, like, once Love Island is finished, I'll take my Switch upstairs and I'll go and play it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I know. Um, so which console do you think Frolini? Frolini! 
I'm going to stick them in. Mm-hmm. Well, don't put biscuits in the VCR. Don't don't stick the biscuits in. I'm going to stick them in the uh, the N64 slot. You could just blow that out afterwards. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say these I are think, an N64. I think I'm going N64. I can add some flavour text to that, I think. Go on. So, people are very fond remembering the N64, mm-hmm. but it's not that great. It's the controller not, is iconic. Yeah. You need a lot of hands to operate yeah. it. But you, you, so with a Frolini, mm. you could have fond memories of mm. your grandmother bringing home Italian biscuits for you to have in the afternoon or something. Mm. But then if you actually had them, you'd be like, ah, oh, but a soft cookie is better. Yeah, 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 exactly. A big, that. fat American cookie is better. Yeah, something that's still a bit doughy in the middle yeah. is better than hard biscuit. Yeah. And that's the thing with the NC. Like, it was a lot of fun at the time. Yes. It was a lot of fun. It, there are some... And again, with this, if you get mm-hmm. a nice coffee if you with a Fellini per- perched on the side, if you get a Pokemon Stadium or maybe like a kind of, you know, Ocarina or Majora's Mask, you're having fun. If you take one of these cacao flavor ones, we haven't that, place that gently on your tongue and then just wanted it. To, to lick it. We haven't described them, by the way. The the cacao they're like um, two pound coin size almost. How big are your two? They're <laughs> fucking not. They're two and a half times. Right, five pound this. coin. What kind of changed you? What kind of oldie worldie like coins has Thomas coins. been slipping you? It's the size of a tuppence. The um, it's the back wheel of a penny with farthing white, that is. <laughs> with white stars on top. They're very attractive. I'll put some. Pi- pi- I'll put. I'll put some pictures on the p- 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 Instagram. What's that? Is that from Open All Hours? Prepare, prepare, prepare. I don't know. That's what's his name. Uh, I'm not going to stick with it now. I think it's something from one of the two Ronnies or something. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Oh, that was fun. Uh, so, yeah, they look very cool. If you got two of these cacao ones and put some bourbon, bourbon cream something. in the middle and You've then sandwiched them, you'd have a bourbon, which would be a PlayStation 1 because this is a better console. Yeah, yeah. Brought and out. Works in more circumstances. I put one in my mouth, I I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it the outro and I'm going to do it badly. Oh, yeah, I've got to do that. Wait, hold on. I'll give you the outro. Oh, God, this is... Okay, this is a pressure kind of environment. So, where can you find the peebs? Good. We are available on YouTube. Keep going. On the channel Pudding Boys. Yep. Please subscribe mm-hmm. and leave us a comment. Mm. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes, mm. in brackets, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Yeah. Remember to subscribe, yeah. follow, Bye. auto-download, Bye. Countdown to Extinction is done. No, no. Whatever it's called on your platform, <laughs> so you don't miss an episode. Mm. Also... If it's an option on your platform of choice, please tell us that Countdown Extinction is your least favourite Megadeth album as well. I'm Blore, and I don't like Countdown to Extinction. It's a two. It's, it's almost as bad as Risk. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, where we'll also plug how much we hate Countdown to Extinction, the worst Megadeth album. Turn it off. Turn everything off. This podcast is cancelled. <laughs> Wait, I can't cancel them. Disturb told me not to. <laughs>